everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Crack Die Podcast. My name is Matt. I play Twin Talon on the show. I just want to wish everyone a very happy new year. Hopefully you joined us for our January 1st Twitch stream. But if you missed it, whether on purpose or on accident, our next stream is the 15th. So that's January 15th from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Time at twitch.tv slash crackdie, C-R-A-C-K-E-D-D-I-E. As you may or may not be aware, Haya is still trapped overseas, so in lieu of her normal attention to detail and excellent audio production, the background soundscaping has been left to me! So I hope you enjoy the episode, and... Maybe my ham-fisted approach to soundscaping will give you some appreciation for all that Haya does for us here at the podcast, whether it's soundscaping or the variety of other things that she takes on for us. Hopefully she will be home safe soon for all of our sakes. And now, episode 110 of the Crack Die podcast. Let's go fly a kite. Welcome to the 110th episode of the Cracked Die Podcast. Yeah, 110. One all ends. All right. 110. 110. 110. Okay, that's great. So last episode, <laughs> we, finished, right. we finished the fight in Sunset Imports. You finally took care of that golem, which was terrifying. And then you freed Handy Vosh, or Hundy Vosh, sorry, H-U-N-D-Y, Hundy Vosh. Hundy Vosh told you that he was a member of a secret group called the Bellflower Network, which is an abolitionist group working to free slaves, but specifically halfling slaves. Uh, all slaves, but their main target is freeing halfling slaves from Teliax. He told you that there were three locations in the town here that he told them about because those are the only three he knows. One of them was called Kite Hill. One of them was called the Long Roads Coffee House. And one of them was Lady Decur's School for Girls. Now, in my rush to give you all of the exposition, I forgot a couple things. So let me kind of go over each of these sites again and see if this changes how you want to handle things. So, number one, Kite Hill is... As I said, a message dispatch site. Kite Hill is a very public venue that and knows that there is a kite flying event that happens there today. It was organized by someone named Noli Peltry. N-O-L-L-Y-P-E-L-T-R-Y. Hundy tells you that she is the network leader in Cantargo. He's asked you if you wouldn't mind traveling there first to let Noli know of the Scarlet Triad and that they may strike at her at any moment. If you go there first, Hundy will travel with you so that he can provide an introduction. Next up is the Long Roads Coffee House, which is a secret meeting site for the Bellflower Network. It is a famous cafe owned by Lorana Longroad, a public figure and a secret Bellflower agent. And Hundy has revealed as much to the Scarlet Triad. He asks if you would pay visit to the coffee house as soon as that you alert Noli so that Lorana can be warned to go into hiding. And lastly, Lady Decor's School for Girls is a private boarding school 
and a safe house for the Bellflower Network. Uh, and the headmistress is a ally to the Bellflower Network, Lady Decur herself. So those are the three locations. I know we ended last week with you guys f- trying to figure out if you're going to split the party. Yes, do that. Um, <laughs> or go to Kite Hill, go to the Long Roads Coffee House, go to Lady Decor School for Girls. So let me just hear what you guys are thinking and your arguments. All of them are to the north of where you are. Sunset Imports is very much to the south. Kite Hill is northeast and kind of raises above the town. The Long Roads Coffee House is almost directly north and Lady Decor School for Girls is northwest. So, I mean, it wouldn't do us bad to go to find the head of the Bellflower Network and ingratiate ourselves to her um, with uh, Hundy making an introduction. That'd be nice. And if we can then mm-hmm. send messages to the other two locations from the first location we go to, I mean, there's something there is definitely value in that. Yeah, I agree. That sounds good to me. Okay, so let me give you some images. So you guys decided to head to... Kite Hill? Kite Hill. That's Hundy. We all know what Hundy looks like. Mm -hmm. Mutton chops for days. Mutton chops for days. Little ginger halfling dude. Poor guy. Kite Hill rises just north of the Greens, Cantargo's Nobles District. You see that there are many, many, many kites being flown all over here. There is a... There's a kite festival going on today, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and when you arrive, there are nearly a hundred people of all ages and ancestries enjoying the day flying kites. Thank you. You see that there are some people around, um, literally on small soap boxes. Some speaking out against Nadal and the doom that awaits Kentargo for allying with shadow- the shadowy nation. And there are others counter-protesting, not protesting, but counter-arguments. Lively debate is taking shape here. There's no obvious evidence of either the Scarlet Triad in this area or Bellflower operatives. You see a small stall with a sign that reads, Free Kites! And it's doing brisk business handing out homemade kites to, to anyone who wants to try their hand. You see a middle-aged halfling woman operating the stall and boasts about how she's made each kite herself. Hundy leans over and whispers, That's her. That's Noli. Okay. And this is what Noli looks like. Oh, she's so cute. Yes, a cute little blonde girl. A woman, halfling. Okay, so she looks like a halfling. Yeah. She's like all halfling. She has her ear pasted on the outside of her hair. <laughs> She is blonde with blue-gray eyes. She is wearing a brown leather apron. Uh, I'm going to give you another picture of her as well. She obviously does not have the trowel over her shoulder, but... Oh, but uh, she's so cute. Does she have the giant mug of coffee? Uh, Yes. It's still kind of like early-ish in the day. Uh, Finally, Hundy tells you guys, all right, uh, you, we should go talk to her. There's some kind of uh, passphrase to indicate that we are here on behalf of Bellflower. Uh, no, no, I'll introduce you all. And and she looks up and notices, she says, You lot look like you could do with some kite flying. 
says the halfling proprietor of the makeshift stall. With a cheerful voice, she asks, Which one strikes your fancy? She gestures to the many kites hanging around the simple frame of the stall. I've had a few butterflies left and a couple boxes. Ooh, and plenty of classic diamonds. I have orange, chartreuse, crimson, violet, coral, yellow. Pick any. They're free. Help us protest against the drab Nadalis diplomats infiltrating our beloved Kentago, showing them all the colors the sky can hold. I can help you make your choice and get you up and flying if you've never flown before. Twin Talon's gonna look at her and then look at this halfling who looks like he's been just got the shit kicked out of him and see if she is making any rec- like does she I don't know it just seems like she didn't have any sign of recognition so now I'm wondering if like if he is who he says he is she kind of leans in and, and you hear her whisper now you're all heroes for saving Hundy here he's a brave man and a good friend I've heard the rumors of the Scarlet Triad but they've been devilishly difficult to pin down but it looks like they got him huh well uh he's here now um, he, he said that if we brought him here he would make introductions yes yes um I I'm give me a moment so I can close up the stall a- and you see that there's still a lot of people around her general citizens I guess like who may or may not know about the Bellflower network. She's she she hands each of you a set of red diamond kites and a and purple box kites and says, "Oh well," to to the rest of the crowd. Oh well, these fine travelers have never flown a kite before. Can you believe that? And the whole crowd goes, "What?" You hear murmuring, "Rudabega, Rudabega." I'm gonna have to close my stall for a little bit and show them the joys of kite flying. Now I'll be back in a few moments. Uh, but just. If you see a kite that you would like, please feel free to take it. Just let me know if you need anything. And she gestures for you to follow her. So I'll follow her. Yep. Uh, her cheerful demeanor kind of darkens a little bit. Uh, and she says, Hi, uh, yes, sorry about the delay. I you know, have a... Uh, perceptions need to be maintained, and especially when we're fighting against dangers in our own city. Um, yes, my name is Noli Peltry. I'm I'm in charge of the Bellflower Network here. Did you do you tell her the what you guys discovered and what Hundy has yes really revealed? Okay. It is uh it's come to our attention that your network may be compromised uh, due to some light torture. Yes, there are some locations that may need to be warned, including this one. You see Hundy kind of blanch with like embarrassment and like shame that he's put the entire network in. And Noli walks over to him and pats him on the shoulder. And it's 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 understood. Uh, you look like you've seen better days. And uh, if if they d- were indeed torturing you, as these folks told us, told me, uh, you you stood up better than I than I would have. Uh, so here's here's the plan. Yes, we can send messages to our other sites around the area. We use kites to send messages sometimes. Since the whole city can see them on a clear day like today, we can use this method to signal and warn them. And as you look around, you notice that there are lots of colors of kites in the sky, but you specifically don't notice any red diamond kites or purple box kites. She smiles and says, (laughs) We use... We use the kites on days like this when there's a large amount of people flying kites that to signal and we are the only ones who have these kites, these colors. Of course, we can't really convey 
fine details with kites, but we can get enough of a warning out like this. We'll put up a combination of red triangular kites to represent the Scarlet Triad, and we'll use some purple box kites to represent the Bellflower Network safe houses. Once in the air, we'll need to guide the red kites to smash into the purple ones. Anyone not in the network won't realize what it is, but anyone in the network will realize that the red kites are meant to represent uh, an enemy. They might not know who, but they'll all know that our safe houses are in danger. And Kintargo is in danger as the purple box kites get attacked time and time again. Our agents will notice scatter and hide, and hopefully we'll be able to deal with these Scarlet Triad villains. Is that something you could help with? This, this seems like a very specific kite message that you have prepared for making sure no one in the city has red diamond or purple box kites and with very specific meaning but sure if you want us to fly kites and kind of look around at his friends uh, I'm, I'm sure we can handle that so we can manage. excellent excellent um if you can do that i'm going to take hunting to go get some help and some get cleaned up a bit yeah, Very well. yeah. If you have any spare fingernails, I think he would uh, he would appreciate that. Okay, so before we continue, I I would have hoped that I would have done something about healing everybody. Yes, you absolutely no 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 you absolutely have absolutely have. Okay, <laughs> but still like yeah of course he's he's probably still fucked up. Yeah, he's, he's still shaken. He's definitely like oh I've uh, I've had a bit of a day. Sure, I just hadn't had a chance to. I. I assume, because after you healed Tasani, you said you were going to heal uh, everyone else up as well. So yep, yep. everyone should be good and healthy. Good, good. Ooh, just loves the colors and is so excited to fly a kite. It doesn't matter if it's like anything important. It's just like, oh my god, kites! This is great! I like flying kites! Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Shall we go fly a kite? Ooh. I want to go fly kites. Let's go. Is there somewhere we need to be specifically for this? That's a good question. Just up on the hill. Anywhere? Yeah, anywhere. We can all be huddled together. We can be far out. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We need to be close enough together to have the red kites attack the purple ones. Yes. Yes. Well, shall we? I I suppose Mm -hmm. we have a little choice. We start ushering people out. Come on, guys. Let's go fly kites. Cat flying. (laughs) I love how enthusiastic you are. Right? It's very sweet. Knife sword's tangled in a kite string. Oh no! Immediately upon picking it up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if you would like to get a kite in the air, if you would like to try it yourself, you can make an acrobatics check. If someone would like to assist you, you still make an acrobatics check, but the difficulty drops by five. Can you assist someone and also fly a kite? So basically, when you assist someone, you're gonna one person holds the kite up and kind of runs with it and and helps them get it in the air. So it would be one person flying, one person helping. Okay. So no, the short answer is great. Well, I can have Jasper help me. But but I mean, like one person can assist someone and then assist someone else. Like it's not like right, right. You could assist yeah. multiple people and then you can try to. Fl- I mean, so. Yes, eventually you can all get your own, but we're going to take this in, like, an initiative. In fact, I'm going to have you all roll initiative. Are we using acrobatics? Uh, you can use acrobatics. Yes, let's use acrobatics as our initiative roll. Okay. You said acrobatics, right? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not that bad at acrobatics. Yeah. That- Neither am I, and yet. All right, let's go with everyone's initiative, starting with Soraya. What did you get? Uh, 19. 19. 
All right. And then, Brianna, what did you get? I believe I got a 17. Great. Knife Sword, what did you get? A 36. 36. Okay. Ooh, what did you get? Ooh has 27. All right. And Twin Talon, what did you get? Twin Talon got a respectable 40. <laughs> Lies. Lies. Okay. Well, you still beat Knife Sword for the first time, even though he rolled a natural 20. Yeah, having bonuses is helpful. I rolled a 16 to get that. Okay, so Twin Talon, are you going to try and fly the kite or help someone with the kite? So I feel like I could easily fly the kite myself. However, I will attempt to help other people because you said that if I help them, it gives them a plus five, basically. Yep. I don't know what the DC is, but I'm that's much better than the normal eight and other, so I'll do that. Okay. So who are you going to help? Whoever has the lowest check result, which I think was Brianna. Brianna, yes. Okay, then I will uh, I will assist Brianna. Okay, then we'll go to Knife Sword. Knife Sword, are you going to help someone fly a kite, or are you going to just fly a kite by yourself? Uh, neither. As I'm tangled in the cord currently, I'm just going to levitate me and the kite up into the air. Okay. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Uh, ooh, what are you doing? Are you going to be flying a kite yourself, or are you going to be helping someone? Can I help somebody? Yeah. Uh, does Soraya need help still? Yeah, Soraya hasn't... Yeah, haven't done anything yet. Okay, yeah, I'll help Soraya. All right. Cool. Soraya, give me an athletics check, or acrobatics check, I'm sorry. Oof. All right, hopefully I can do something good on the die. Well, the difficulty is reduced by, by five. five. Fingers crossed. Uh, it's a 14. That, with the help, will get the kite in the air. Sweet. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah. Got to share the love of flying kites, you know. Brianna, can you please give me a acrobatics roll? Sure. I'd love to. Great. That's a 29. Uh, that will critically succeed. So you get your kite up in the air, and it is flying, flying. Alright, didn't need my help after all. I was gonna say that normally my acrobatics is not that bad. I learned from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I learned it by watching you, okay? I mean, should see our childhood. But yes. Oh boy. Mm. Okay. So after a few minutes, um because Is Ooh gonna try and fly her own kite now? I was gonna say you? Ooh and Twin Town, are you going to fly your own kite? Yes, please. Yeah, absolutely. Alright. Give me a uh, roll an acrobatics, please. Right, 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 right. 32? Yeah. <laughs> you, you get it up in the air. Hey. <laughs> and you specified. <laughs> I, I had to. It's who? Uh, 40. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, you also get it up, Twin Talon. See, I think I'm <laughs> cheating, though. I think probably Tasani is just flying my kite up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so good at kite flying. <laughs> no, I rolled, I rolled a 40. Right. Twin Talon's good. So you have the kites up in the air, and... Noli has returned, as you can see. She is standing behind you. And go ahead and arrange yourselves on this this map a little bit, just so where, where you're flying your kites and where you're standing. Uh, I would like to point out that her name is Noli, and I think that she is Lazlin in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is it with a G and two? <laughs> Spell that. Oh, no. Who is that? The, the halfling. The one who okay. gave us the kites, yeah. Uh, I want to put her in the middle of us. Yeah. Just because apparently they're yeah. coming for her too, so if they come for her while we're kite flying, I'd rather be able to protect her. Uh, and 
I'm just gonna put knife sword 20 feet in the air. Okay. <laughs> Checks out. Seems right. Because he's levitating himself and the kite. I'm probably upside down. It's like hanging by an ankle. Yeah. <laughs> so as you get the kites up in the air and start flying, you suddenly see, and, and, and Nolly is very happy and excited that you are all doing so well, from out of nowhere, as if a door to another dimension opened up, you would you hear shrieks. Oh dear! And you hear a bellowing for the Umbral Lord, and combat <laughs> has begun. Man, do you know who the Umbral Lord is? I don't know. Do you? Give me a give me a check. What kind of check? You know what the Umbral Court is because you brought a person from the Umbral. Right, from the doll, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you would probably—I would assume you would know what the who the Umbral Lord is. Are Are you going to tell me, or are you going to elaborate on that? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. you know that the Umbral Lord is the highest position on the the Umbral Court. Okay. Okay. Um, so it seems like this is a Nidalese creature, or from Nidal, at least. We're gonna have to have okay. a strong talk huh. with our friend once we get out of this business. Uh, yeah. The um, the gentleman yeah. we brought back. The guy with the lip ring. That's literally all I remember about him. He's got a lip ring and he's not an elf. <laughs> not You've an elf. You've seen green eyes. He's a fetchling. I feel like Uwe just look over at him and be like, shut up, you're ruining my kite flying. <laughs> <laughs> so you see a bunch of people start running from it and it grabs a random citizen and just peels it apart like it's a uh, firecracker and just pops them in two pieces. Wait, he grabbed yeah. a citizen and ripped him in two? Yeah. Okay. Also, how do you use firecrackers? <laughs> There's the ones you pull on the either end and they pop. They're like poppers. Oh, you're thinking the Christmas... Party poppers. Christmas crackers. You you are you were adorable. It's okay. This is what the creature looks like, by the way. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, hello. That looks like... A militant praying mantis? Yeah, like mantis spider with gold bangles. Blue. And it is indeed holding a spear. He fancy, though. He's so fancy. So it's a good thing you guys rolled initiative already. Oh, look at that. <laughs> look how convenient that was. <laughs> Twin Talon, you are up first. All right. I guess I should probably describe the creature to the people who can't see this picture. It is a blue insectoid creature. It has uh, teeth and big buggy blue eyes but it also has like ant mandibles and has four legs and a weird like cockroach back end and almost like moth-like antenna and yeah. bangles on its appendages gold yeah, bangles gold, gold bangles on all six legs arms whatever you want to call them. he's so fancy it has four legs and two arms he's so extra he look like a man wait nope nope <laughs> nope he look like a mantis <laughs> there we go yes, there it is <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm here. Save the day. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, like, because my whole point is to crash this kite into another kite, right? Right. So what do I have to do to make that happen so that I can now go stab this thing instead? So if you want to keep flying the kite, you can make an acrobatics check to perform the kite trick that you are attempting to do. You can let go of the kite and it'll fly away. Okay. Or you can take two actions to move over to Nolly and hand her the kite, and she can maintain the quote-unquote acrobatics of the of the kite. 
So it's a single action to, to do the kite maneuver, right? Correct. But I'm just going to do that, because I, I feel like once I crash my kite, like, there's no nothing I have to do, right? Right. Am I, okay, just make sure I'm not, like, thinking about this incorrectly. So, yeah, if it's just one action to finish the kite thing, I'm going to do that first, and then I can not worry about it. All right, so go ahead and... What is your... Give me a second. What is your acrobatics bonus? Plus 22. Yeah. You roll merely to see if you roll a 1. If you roll a 1, then it fails. I rolled a 3, so that's 25. That's fine, yeah. You Your bonus is higher than the DC, so okay. it doesn't really matter. So you successfully perform the trick of crashing a kite into another kite, and now that was one success. Maybe you need a certain number of successes to warn people. Maybe not. Who knows? Meh. Meh. Who's to say? Who's to say the writer of this book? Yeah. Who is the writer of this book, by the way? Who I don't is think the... it's James Sutter. No, it's not James Sutter. Uh, it is Ron Lundeen and Stephanie Lundeen. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Lundeens. The Lundeens. Uh, okay. So, uh, so then for my second action, Twin Talent is going to draw his short sword and third action, he's going to get up and friendly with this Mantis. And then Taysani's action is going to be to fly around to the opposite Twin Talon. Actually, no, Taysani's just going to move up to it. Okay, let me just see if I can do anything fun. So Taysani took a step action. Okay, that's fine. So just to set the scene for people who don't, who can't see, Noli's in the center of us. And this thing is to the northwest, right next to Taysani. So Taysani just basically stepped up. Twin Talon was to the south. He did his kite thing. And he moved up to the northwest to engage with it. Uh, so he is between the blue mantis and and Noli. Uh, okay. Uh, there is a thing I need you you and Taysani to do. Okay. So, yeah. Anyone within 10 feet. So let me actually give this creature kind of an, an aura just so we can all all keep me honest unless you don't want me to stay honest and I can cheat. There is a pulsing blue light around this creature. This is an aura that if you step within it, you need to make me a will save. Okay. I guess we have to make will saves, yeah? Yes, please. Okay. So Twin Talon rolls a 33. Okay. Nice. 33. Three, you are. You succeed. Okay, great. Tisani. Hope so. Tisani rolls twenty-five. Twenty-five is a fail. Well, she only rolled a seven. So, what's the effect of it? Can I know that before I decide he's a hero point? Yeah, absolutely. With a failure, you are frightened two. With a success, you are frightened one. What? <laughs> can Can I help in any? I can't liberate. That's not. It's not damaging, right? No, it is not damaging. Nor is it like constricting. Oh. It's just stupid. It's scary. <laughs> Frightness gives you like a Checks negative out. one to all things, basically. Yeah. All right, that's fine. Taysana can be scared. Okay. Oh, just also, Frightful. just so you all know, you all have a hero point, but more importantly, you all have a second hero point from the role play and everything you guys have done with uh, with Miss Mc uh, v- Voshed. Yeah, there we go. Got it. So. Cool. Thanks. Yes. So you all have two hero points currently. Remember, the second one that you all have continues to roll over until you use it. Okay. Knife Sword, you are 20 feet in the air. 
This is a cool view. So, was I facing the right direction to see that guy do that thing to that person? Uh, y yes. I'm gonna say yes. Okay. Alright, so, I'm gonna cast Chilling Darkness at him, but I'm pretty sure once I do that, it's gonna break my concentration, and I'm gonna hit the ground. And you are 20 feet in the air, so that is some falling damage. Well, yeah. concentration is just an action you take every round. Right. Oh, that's true. That is. So, if Chilling Darkness is two actions or fewer, you can take one action to concentrate, two actions for Chilling Darkness, and then you don't have to fall to your death. Okay, I'll do that. Or, or you can fall. Okay. It's up to you. I'm just... Uh... I'll let you know your options. I was just accepting that's what was going to happen. <laughs> Ugh. A 22 will miss. I'm going to reroll that. Okay, so using one hero point. Better? I don't know. What's your total? 38. Yeah, that'll right. hit. But I have a sneaking suspicion cold damage is not going to do anything. Oh, well, he is blue. Uh, 27 cold. All right, you see the, the ray of cold fly and hit him purely in the chest. And he looks up at you. Okay. Ooh, it is your turn. All right. Um, I need to take my action in order to get the, the kites to crash together, right? Correct. Correct. Um, what do I need to roll for that again? Acrobatics. All right. So let's do that first. Blah! Not 20 for 40. <laughs> uh, I'm going to count that as a double success. So, yes, you you not only do you manage to do the, the trick of crashing and send the signal, you get two successes instead of one. If, you know, again, if there was any reason you needed to count successes. Now, this bug creature has got me in a real tight mess right now because I, I was really enjoying my kite flying. And then he <laughs> has to come up and be all like evil and, and nonsense. So I immediately rage and I'm gonna move over there and try to swipe at him. Okay, so you're gonna rage and sudden charge? Um. I can rage as a barbarian for a free action or no? No. Okay. So I'm going to rage and I'm going to... The sudden charge is two actions? Is it? It is, yeah. Sudden yeah, charge. two actions. Yes. Yes, it is. Sorry. So I'll just, I'll just get close to him. Okay. But not close enough that you need to make a save. Correct. All right. Now, it is Noli's turn. What would you like her to do? Not die. So I will let you know that now that she's here... She does have her, her a trowel or a hoe. Oh, show. <laughs> and Sorry. she can attack if you'd like. Uh, she also has a dagger. Could she take someone's kite and do the thing? Or, or will she just like hold it? How much of an NPC is she? She has a full character sheet. <laughs> right, but will she like if if for instance since she's before Brianna could she go and like do the kite trick so Brianna could use all three of her actions to deal with the monster? Yes. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's something to think about. I would prefer her doing the kite stuff while we're handling the fight. Yeah. That's just I me. mean, that's I'd, I'd rather her not fight if we have to choose one thing she does. I'd rather her just fly kites for us. And you can change right. this every round because, again, she is a legitimate character in this. That is what I vote she does. Agreed. What? What is that? That is from her. That is a 30-foot radius. No, that's way too big. No, that's not. That's 30 feet. If it's a radius. That is 30 feet. Yep, 30 foot radius. You feel a feeling of warmth erupt around you. This is a passive aura ability that she has called Inspiring Presence. Now that it is her turn, if you have a fear effect or need to save against a fear effect, she is giving you a plus two as long as you're in that aura. So like Tesani and myself. Right. Uh, plus two for what? To the save. So I, look, I already looked at your... your your rolls, 
it would not move you to a critical success or a regular success for either of you. Okay. So were you to need to make another save against a fear effect, it would okay. then. It, it's fine. I just didn't understand what it did. So she, her, her mere presence and halfling goodness is counteracting the, the creature's cold, scary cold. Frightful presence, if you will. Hmm. Uh, okay. And that is her. Oh, she's going to make some acrobatics checks. She gives you all another success, another success, and a critical success. It's another three successes for her flying the kites. Great. Good job. It is now the bad creature's turn. Oh, I have so many things. Oh my goodness. Okay. This is the part of the game that starts getting scary for me when I have all of these things. You'll be fine. Uh, okay. So it is going to cast a spell. It's two actions and it is 60 foot cone. Okay, so Twin Talon, Ooh, Nolly, and Soraya need to give me a save of the reflex variety. Oh, joy. But not to me. Boo. Brianna and Knife Sword are just out of it. Okay. Ooh, what did you get? I have 30. That is a fail. Whoa! Whoa! Jeez. Twi- Twin Talon, what did you get? Uh, Twin Talon rolled a natural 20 for a 41. That is a critical success. <laughs> uh, Soraya, what did you get? 37? And does Jasper need to roll as well? Uh, yes. Um. And Noli rolled a 26. Could I use a hero point to have her reroll? Uh, yes, if you would like. Jasper should be a plus 18. I think his are the same as me. Uh, yes, he rolled a natural 20, so that's a 35. Good, he's a bird. He should be able to get out of the way. So I would like to uh, spend a hero point to have Noli reroll. She rolled a two. Yeah, she's a better mod, mod than I do. 29. On the reroll, it was a five. That is still a fail. Oh, well. So, ooh, would you like to use a hero point to reroll? Yeah, why not? Okay. Reflex, you said, right? Yes, please. 17 on the die for 36, right? 36. That is correct. That is a pass. That is half damage. Twin Talon is no damage. Ooh is half damage. Nolly is full damage. Soraya, would you like to... With a 37, that is a pass. I will. So that's half damage. And Jasper is a critical success, so he will take no damage. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to reroll anything. Okay, so a cone of cold erupts from this creature's hands as 12 d6 are rolled. Twin Talon, you take nothing. Ooh, you take half damage, which is 22. Delightful. Noli is going to take full damage, 44. Soraya will take half, and Jasper will take none. Okay, so that was two actions. And for his last action, he will stab at Twin Talon with a long spear. Just for the record, I'd rather he didn't do that. Oh, okay. That, that's fine. I'll take that under advisement. Now, I will let you know that this is technically a second attack. It's at a minus five <laughs> with a 19 on the die for a 42. Critical hit. Critical hit. Okay. Uh-huh. So there's a lot to do here. All right. So first and foremost, critical damage is 70 points of damage. Just so you know, that breaks down to, with the multiple of two, it's 54 physical, four cold, and 12 evil. Now. Okay. But wait, there's more. I need you to make a fortitude save, please. Is this still round one? Yep. Dang it. 
Uh, well, actually, technically it is round two, because the first round of combat, you guys were flying kites. Oh, cool. So I could have liberated, is what you're saying. Yeah. Do you, who do you want to liberate? Re- I can't liberate anyone. <laughs> you can liberate me. You can liberate him. Are you 15? I'm 15, exactly. Yeah. All right. I'll liberate you then. Okay. So that, uh... 12, 12 you know, damage. Thank you. One day, one day I'll remember how much it saves, but today's not that day. So I'll give you back 12 hit points, and you may take two steps if you'd like. I'm actually okay where I am. All right. Still need that fortitude save, please. 34. 34. 34 will succeed. Okay. So as the spear stabs into you, you feel a chill starting to radiate through your body, but you manage to shrug it off and that's its turn Soraya well first thing I'm gonna do is is give Jasper two actions okay he's gonna take the kite from me and make that check oh adorable (laughs) look he's he's got master form he's been like running around like a pseudo elf all day and he has a way he has a way better acrobatics than I do (laughs) so no he got a 30 okay so the kite (laughs) (laughs) Two more successes. Cool. Good boy, Jasper. And the kite is still in the air. So if you wanted to keep, if he wanted him to keep flying it, he can. Yeah, he'll probably keep doing that every turn. She's going to run forward here. And then she's going to wing a moderate alchemist fire at it. Okay. I'm hoping since he does cold, this will be big ouchie. Gotta hope fire versus a cold demon, right? 24. Five on the die. Critical miss. I'm going to hear point that. I have two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I have one. Let's try that again. For an eight, for a 27. Also a critical miss? No, not a critical miss, just a regular miss. Two fire splash. Woo. Okay. Next up is Brianna. Based on where she is right now and how fast things are moving uh, ahead of her, I feel like Brianna would look down at her hand and slowly this golden glow would come to her as she throws a divine lance at the creature. Look at you using them spells. Sometimes I remember they, they happen. How is a 33? I'm just going to take my headphones off a little bit. (laughs) That's a miss. What? How would I? This is why I took my headphones off. (laughs) Should I hero point that, guys? What'd you roll? 33. Right, what's the actual? Uh, It was a 15 on the die. Yep. The chance of you doing better than that's not great. If you have two hero points, maybe. Just to see, but yeah, 15, that's a tough... The worst is you miss again. Like you right. can't get worse than a miss. All right, fuck it. Take my hero point. Taken. Let's try this again. Come on now. No, I did worse that time. Okay. So the divine, the divine lance, as it always has, the same as it ever was, right? shoots past him. And somewhere in the distance, you hear Temid going, "It's not that easy." <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. In that case, she will... Can I tell you to take one step to your right if you were going to go there to be directly next to Twin Talon? Because that is still in Nolly's bonus. If you step to take one to the left, it's out of the bonus. Wait, hang on. Let me let me think this through because I clearly am not after I beautifully lost that. Um, no, it's okay. I'll be, I'll be in its guard hoping that I'll take the attention off of it because that's all three of my turns. I attempted to cast and move so there you go i need a will save no. please all right before we get too far into this isn't she wearing that iron amulet we found last time i'm sorry that nice ford licked last time yes let me put that on what does that do again it's something to do with will saves and fear which is 
literally what this creature is doing. Yes. Um, let me you tried to add spook us. the uh, what is it? Iron Medallion. Putting that on to um, Iron Medallion. Does it do anything to my uh, will save? I didn't see it move. The modifier, I mean. Uh, so you attempt a will save against a fear effect, but you haven't rolled yet. You can activate it. You sure. gain a plus two bonus for one minute. Does that stack with Noli's or is yes. it? Yes. One is a status bonus and one is a... Probably circumstance. Morale. Morale, yeah. It's inspiring, so morale bonus. So. You get a plus four to your roll. Um, okay. Add an additional two to that. So 34. Ugh, I hate that. That is a success. So you are frightened one for one round. Lame. It's better than the alternative. Ah, what is this thing? All right. Twin talent. Okay. So I'm going to do something we don't typically do. Run away. No. I mean, we don't do that, but that's also not what I'm going to do. Don't be silly. So I am going to have Tisani go first, and I'm going to have her aid another to give me a bonus (sighs) to this attack. So she's going to do the attack first, and if she gets a 20 or higher, it means I get a plus one. 28. That is a critical success. Okay, great. So I get a plus two. Yes, because Noli has a ability. Oh, cool. Otherwise, that would be a normal success. Great. So plus two to my attack. This creature is flat-footed to me. Okay. It's going to help. Fuck. Four for 26, which is probably a critical failure. That is. You still have one hero point left. And actually, Mm -hmm. actually... You have two hero points left because you selflessly gave one to Noli, and then because of that, I felt that was heroic. So I'm going to give you another one back. Okay. Then I will use it. All right. Let's keep this economy going. A little better. 32, which is probably a miss. Nope. That is a hit because oh, it is flat footed. All right. So. Damage, right. I do damage sometimes. Uh, 23 damage. And this is cold iron. I don't know if it makes a difference. Nice. Um, it does make a difference. All right, so you deal some damage to it. Okay, second attack. Man, I don't feel good about attacking again. You could make a recall knowledge religion roll. Sure, why not? I mean, it might help you guys out. I'm just saying. I doubt it, but let's go. Knowing what this is is going to help. 17. Um. Okay, this is a fire demon. I don't believe you, nor do I believe myself. Roll better. <laughs> okay, knife sword. So I'm going to... Try something else. Okay. Drawing all my dark power to the tip of my finger. I'm going to cast (laughs) Enervation. Okay, let's see that Enervation. And this is the first time you've actually been able to cast it without hitting, like, Mm -hmm. other people. (laughs) All right, let me make a save. Let's see. Fortitude. Just a regular success with a 36. So the creature takes... Wow. 2d8 persistent negative damage negative damage okay 11 all right so this creature will take on its turn yeah on its turn it will take 11 okay i'm done you're done all right next up is ooh wee ooh. <laughs> who's that you that, that's not my name that's not my name <laughs> it's it's ooh or auga can I can I call you Ooey Gooey? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not allowed. I'm gonna uh, run up to him. Okay. And 
strike with my hand wraps of my blows. Hey. Get him. He done made me mad. <laughs> Not 20 for a 40? Oh, boy. Hell yeah. Hey, there we go. Hell yeah. Ooh, 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 critical. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Let's get critical. Come on, girl. Nice. Uh, bludgeoning damage. It's called Ring the Bell. The target takes a devastating shot to the head and is stunned four. Fortitude save halves the duration of the stun and the critical save avoids it completely. And oh. we would like to thank Doombeard for this 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 critical. Thank you, Doombeard. So let me so the fort save would be Class DC. Okay. Alright, so Ooze class DC is a 27. I rolled natural one. Oh, oh boy. The best of both worlds. Oh boy. So. He loses an entire turn plus one action. Yup. Stunned. Four. And it can't make reactions yep. during that time either. Nope. <laughs> Big yikes. Well, hang on. And the other part. The double damage part. Double damage. 34 points. I'm part of that's fire. Yes. So. Oh boy, this is gonna suck. <sighs> Matt. For who? For me, because I have to do a lot of math now. Okay, so it's. Okay, we're here to help. Give me. Well, yeah, but then I give you away, give away a bunch of things, and since you can't roll, Matt. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Don't want to tell anything <laughs> yet, so. Okay, I can do this. So. We believe in whoop, you. And then that goes to that, and then minus that. Got it, done. Ooh, that was your first action. That was two actions. Or two actions, a move and a punch. You have one more. Him. You ruined my fun! And I and I strike again. <laughs> okay. If you roll another natural 20. Ooh. No. That is a critical miss. Would you like to use oh. a hero point? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. Draw your crit miss card. I'm so distraught. <laughs> Unarmed. If you attack with the claw or fist, you can't use that attack until the end of your next turn. It's called hangnail. Oh, oh no! <laughs> uh, okay. Well, it is now Nolly's turn. Nolly, potato, potato. Can I, I? I got lost in all of the credits. I meant to do reactive murder after she crit, but I was very excited about her her attack and stuff. All right, I'll let you reactive murder. Go ahead. Okay. You need it. Can I do it this week, or do I have to do it next week? No, you can do it this week. Okay, just checking. Never know what's wrong. I'm looking at the clock. All right. Come on. Fuck. 25 crit miss let me just double check oh uh, no just a uh just a regular miss because it's flat-footed okay um i rolled a five i'm gonna use my hero point i'm gonna roll again okay mm, delicious hero points that's a nat 20 fuck yeah hell yeah okay hell now yeah. before you click anything matt uh-oh let's look at your crit card next week okay oh, oh, okay sake. really oh. really Wow. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> my name's Sean. <laughs> oh, wait. Was Sean just talking? I don't. Not so clever. <laughs> wow. No, he doesn't know the word I'm clever. So sorry. Well, that was unexpected. Thank you for listening to the Crack Die podcast. Background audio provided by Tabletop Audio. Original 10-minute ambiances and music for your games and stories. Pathfinder Second Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are both copyright Paizo Publishing as are any visuals from that adventure path. You can find them and find out more at paizo.com.